So me and Ashleen are waiting in her car, and we figured we'd make a podcast. Hi. We went to the Cheesecake Factory, and it's a Monday night, and there's like an hour wait, which is weird. This place is always so packed. It's always so packed. We love the Cheesecake Factory so much. We came here yesterday. <laughs> We're back again for more. We're back for round we two. We both just spent over $400 on clothes. Yeah, on like lounge clothes. And we were we went to the mall yesterday as well, so... Did we spend anything yesterday? Oh, I spent a hundred yesterday. We went to Lush. Yeah. So, we're back again. We're back. Who knows when we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, so we had a long wait, and we're just gonna record, because Ashleen has been on the podcast before, you all know, and you all love her. Thank you. Our last you time guys. we were on our way to Vegas. Yeah, now it's 41 degrees. Now anymore, it's 41 degrees, and, and it's November. And we're both to go back yeah. to Vegas. I know. I love the weather there, and it was just so much fun. Vegas was the best time ever. It was so much fun, and we were gonna take another trip to North Carolina, but everything's kind of closing down again. Damn COVID. Yeah, so we think we'll just wait, but we'll definitely take a trip soon. Yeah. Should we sure. talk about Vegas? We yeah. We'll do a Vegas follow-up. Vegas follow-up. <laughs> Vegas oh follow-up. Vegas so, was amazing. Tell me all about your experience. It was tell incredible. It. it was so fun going on a trip with you, because even though we've been friends for 14 years, this was our first trip together, and... Yeah. It was, it was just, a blast. It was so much fun. We wanted to stay the, our last day. We were like, should we stay another day? But it was just going to be like $400 or something just yeah, to stay an each. extra day. So it was it was a lot of money for yeah. one more day. And then we wouldn't want to leave anyway the next no. day. I so. never wanted to leave. Yeah. It was, it was a really good time. Um, we met some interesting people. Yeah. We took some great photos. Yeah. We weren't sober for five days straight. Yeah, five days straight. I actually found, <laughs> I found a soulmate there. His name was Yosef. Yosef, if you're listening, I love you. Um, he was from Slovakia and he was like six years old. And I showed him a picture of my ass tattoo that I got in Vegas, and I just felt a deep connection. Yeah, we were supposed to get matching ass tats, <laughs> and while Lauren was in the chair, I was like, hey, like, would you hate me if I don't get one? And I'm just terrified of needles, but next yeah. time we go back, I decided I'm going to do it. It was the most expensive tattoo that I've ever had that it took, like, two minutes. Yeah, it I, was really small. It was worth it, though. I love it. Yeah, and I it's love like it. a sentimental piece yes exactly exactly it was money worth spent exactly so it was definitely a good time we ate out every single night and and really good food we had the food was good the drinks were good Uh, we didn't have sex with anyone no you know sin city we we made it pretty clear that we we went out without hooking up. I didn't even really kiss anyone. No, I pecked someone. Okay, Ashleen pecked someone. I pecked but... someone, but with COVID, I was kind of scared. To, yeah. I'm kind of still scared to kiss anybody. True. You know, you never know. Yeah, and we did some sightseeing. We saw the beautiful, like, a random park, but the mountains were gorgeous. Yeah, we saw the Valley of Fire. <laughs> the ride to the mountains is <laughs> terrible. So if you guys are familiar with this slingshot... <laughs> It's like this little go-kart thing, and we had the great idea to rent one to drive to Utah, so it was a two and a half hour ride, we're like, no problem, this will be fun, we'll crank the music, so we go to the place, (laughs) we rent it, then they tell us we can't take it out of the state, Mm -hmm. so then, 
we say, okay, we'll go to the Valley of Fire. It was a two-hour drive. It was really hot that day. It was, and there was no roof. There was no roof. We were getting, like, skin cancer every yeah, minute that we drove. we were we getting drove. hit by rocks. Yeah. It was really hot. We were both really dehydrated. We the water talk. wouldn't stay warm. Our phones weren't working because they were overheating, so we had no GPS. Oh, it says their table's right. Awesome. Um, we'll have to continue Yeah, this. we'll continue this on the ride home. But we actually just got back from our dinner in the Cheesecake Factory. We were called after like five minutes. Yeah, thank God. So we had to cut the, the episode. Um, but we're back. We're back and we're ready for action. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we were just talking about Vegas and um, how, let's see. How amazing it was. It was just the best it was ever. Like the funnest trip. We're planning another trip. Yeah. We're thinking of we were supposed to go to like North Carolina or Tennessee or something, but we don't know how everything's going to be with COVID. So we might do something more local. Yeah, like driving just driving. Yeah. yeah. So we'll figure that out yeah, <laughs> next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so me and Ashley, neither of us are really doing keto now. No. So I feel like a fat lard, but. It's okay because it's hoodie season. It's yeah. like sweatshirt time. We just spent four hundred dollars on loungewear, <laughs> but we got a lot of stuff. Yeah, we got some good stuff. Some like oversized sweaters and everything like that. Definitely useful. And we're both still single, so it's not like there's anyone to impress. <laughs> I I was telling Ashleen earlier. I'm like, I feel like we went from like. 20 dates to now yeah. I'm down to zero. I feel like for me, I have like a pool. I'm like, now yeah. I'm like down to no Your one. pool is shallow now. Yeah, it's really shallow. Yeah, well, would you mind telling us about like why that is? It's, oh my gosh, I don't even We've know had so start. many like bad dates in the last month. Yeah. Bad experiences. Really bad experiences. Some good guys. Like, some guys yeah. are really like good and have like a lot going for them but it's like there needs to be that connection and like for me I don't like I want that like crazy head over heels feeling like when I drive away like I don't want to be like eh. Eh, yeah honestly I couldn't agree more what about you I've only had that crazy head over heels feeling for one person that I went on a date with there was another guy he was so great like on in every way but I didn't have that I had it with this one guy, and of course, he never hit me up again. But I get what you're saying, because, like, that is so exciting to me, that yeah. feeling. And I've only experienced it a small handful of times. Me too. It's rare. I remember when I met my ex, I, like, knew the second I saw yeah. him walking up, I was like, holy shit. You just, it's like that knowing feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It just, like, hits you, and it's so exciting. It is. It's invigorating. Yeah. So, for me, my thing is, like, I'm just going to keep my options open until I find it. Like, I don't know how long it's going to take. Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Do you think it's, like, better to wait it out, or do you think that's something you create yourself by, like, getting mm. to know someone? I think I'm, it's like, so both. Torn. It's yeah. definitely both. I, I would, I would wait. Um, for it, it's definitely worth waiting for. Yeah. But it's kind of that double whammy. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to call it. Where sometimes a connection can build over time. Right. Like, you get to know a person and it's not immediate, instant attraction. Right. But that, like, 
that instant chemistry and just like your whole body feels euphoric when you're with them like there's honestly nothing better than that but sometimes the quicker it comes the quicker it leaves and that could kind of be a dangerous trap to fall into you know that's a good point so you have to like proceed with caution sometimes and just every circumstance is different yeah that's a really good point so i don't know it's it's rare to find that but it's definitely like very fulfilling when you do i know you know what i've learned recently too they always circle back oh let's talk about that that's a great thing to talk about i me and Ashley have been talking about it. They always fucking circle back. I, I swear to God, whether it's months, weeks, years, they always circle yeah, back. Yeah, they always find their way back to you. So I'll, I'll start with an example and then you can share. Yeah. So recently I, I've had a lot of crushes in my life, <laughs> but they always freaking come back in one way or another. Um, there was a man who's a man now. He's not a boy that I liked back when I was like 17 and I was crazy about him. I would have done anything for this kid. So we hung out. And then after he hung out with me, he came to my house. He never talked to me ever again. And I remember at 17, I felt such despair. And I was so upset about yeah. it. I was like, I was mortified and, and like devastated. And however many years later, what, like almost 10 years later, guys, he, he just randomly finds me on Instagram, adds me, and he wanted to exchange numbers and, like, go out. And it's like, I totally forgot about this person. Moves on, very much so, and I have zero interest in ever seeing him again. Like, I don't wish him bad. Like, you know, we were young. Yeah. You're stupid that you do that when you're younger. Right. But now I'm just like... No, yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. He yeah. circled his way back oh ten years later. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy how that works. You have a story. Yeah. So I was talking to this guy. I liked him a lot, and he was a little younger. He was two years younger, but whatever. So we hung out twice. It was a great time. We had plans to go apple picking on a mm. Sunday, and that day I texted him, hey, good morning, like, I always, like, he used to text me first, and then I didn't hear from him, so I'm like, hey, good morning, and no answer, days went by, weeks went by, months went by, <laughs> so what was it, Saturday, yeah, we Halloween. walked into a party, and he was the first person that I made eye <laughs> contact with, but this Boy. And Boy. he came over and said, hi, how are you? Said, hey, good, how are you? Oh, wait, I left out a huge part of the story. So when we were in Vegas, I posted mm. a booty pic of me and a thong. <laughs> and what does he say? I want to worship you. That's what he replies mm. to my snap story. And I said, who do you think you are? And he said, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I was you like, could have worshipped me on the day we went apple picking. Exactly. I was like, you had your chance and you blew it. And he was like, I'm sorry. And I, was, sure I just left are. him on read and, like, never talked to him again. Good. And then fast forward to the party. He comes up and says, hi. And he goes a separate way. We're at the party for three hours. Doesn't come up to me. The next day, he goes... On Snapchat, he slides into my DMs, go, you look damn cute last night. 
uh, hello, I was at the party with you for three hours. You couldn't come up to me at the party. No balls. No balls. This is such a pet peeve of mine. It just he circled his way back. He circled his way back. He sure did. I feel like it's so pathetic, and I'm not bashing men here, but a trend I see, something that happened to me, these guys, they, they want their balls sucked, but they have no balls to begin with. True. It's like... I love a man that takes charge, that knows what he wants, is confident. I don't like these guys that are just hiding in the corner. Like, I was supposed to get a drink this week, and this doesn't really even bother me that much because I feel like it obviously wasn't meant that we were supposed to hang out. But this guy asked me to get drinks. The day comes. It's like 7 o'clock. I'm just like, I guess we're not getting drinks. He texts me at the last minute and says, sorry, can we reschedule? So I'm like, all right, it takes a lot to make me mad. I'm like, okay, let's... Sunday. Sunday comes, nothing. Still haven't heard from him. And that's just really inconsiderate. Yeah, that's happened to me with someone I liked. You make plans with someone and the day comes and they don't hit you up? We were talking for three weeks. Every day, all day, snapping each other, talking. We have plans, finally, one Saturday. Saturday night, we're going to go to dinner and drinks. And we have been talking about it for like a week. And then the day comes, he texts me, goes, hey, sorry, I forgot about our date. I made plans with my friends. Oh, my God, this So <laughs> I just wrote, okay, and never heard from him again. The then fuck? he replies to another one of my thirst traps on Snapchat, and I say, funny, because I thought you were really hot, but you blew me off, and now yeah. I don't want anything to do with you. And he was like, sorry, I'm so sorry, I want to make it up to you. So mm, I, I thought like he was one. really attractive. And he had a lot going for him. And I'm, like, really attracted to that. So I said, sure. Talked again for another week. Had plans to hang out. Completely wind ghost again. And you know what I realized? It's just an ego thing that, like, they want you. They like knowing you're there is an option. That's a huge turnoff. That's disgusting. I just... We're at that age, people listening. I'm 26. It's not cute cute to ghost anymore. No, this guy was 31. Like, it's so disrespectful. And it's honestly, like, really pathetic. Because it's literally... I'm proud of us. Me and Ashley both had, like, really productive conversations today. Yeah. Which we can talk about. But it's just, like, if you're going to date... You have to remember you're dealing with people and people have feelings and you can't just keep disregarding their feelings because it's easier to just block them. Yeah. Like, an example, I liked this guy a lot that I met one time and I asked him to hang out again and I said, if you're not interested, tell me. I'm, I can take it. I'm a big girl. And he says, no, I'm interested. I'll let you know. Never let me know. <laughs> like... It's really frustrating. It makes no sense to me because in my mind, I'm like, why can't you just be honest? Right. Just say the truth. We did that today and it felt really good. We did that today. And let's talk about that. Do you want to, do you want to share? You can go first. Okay. So I've realized over the last few months of dating that like right now I'm not ready for anything super serious and that's okay. It happens. Like you learn through dating. You learn so much about yourself and, and everything. So I realized that, and I was talking to this one person for the last few weeks. He's honestly, I have nothing bad to say about him. Like, he's amazing in every way. But I could sense that, you know, he was really falling for me, and I just don't feel, like, emotionally available right now for that. So, 
I, I've been feeling guilty about it. I've kind of been putting it off for a few days, but I made a pact with this person when we first started talking. I said, and he said, and we both agreed, like, let's just be, let's be honest with each other as much as we can. So I asked him, I'm like, let me know when you have time for a phone call. Cause I want to just touch base with you about something. And it was, it was uncomfortable as difficult conversations are, but it's okay. We're mature, you know? So I basically told him I'm not in the right mind state right now to continue something serious. But if I'm, you're open to something else, like a friendship, I could definitely offer you that. And I'd love to keep you in my life. But I just wanted to have the courtesy to let you know that where I'm at, because it's not cool to string people along for your own selfish, like, you know, gain or whatever. And he was really, like, great about it. He was like, I understand. Thank you so much for letting me know. Like, I'm glad that you were authentic enough to have this genuine conversation with me. And I think we owe it to people sometimes to just be sincere with them. You know? It's so true. And not tell them what they want to hear, but just be real with them because people appreciate that. Yeah. And I'm so happy I had that conversation. Now we're both on the same page. It was a little awkward at first and I was anxious about it, but you get it over with and you feel so much better. Yeah. And you feel like it's just a nice thing to do to treat people with how you'd want to be treated because I would want the same thing from him. Yeah. No, you did the right thing for sure. And I felt good, you know, yeah. like to like just get that worry off your chest. Yeah, absolutely. You? For me, my guy is also great. There are some things that I'm a little concerned about just because of my past relationship. Of course. There's a lot of the same issues going on at that like I didn't take as a red flag but ended up being mm, a huge yeah. red flag. So... This guy, I wanted to perceive a caution. Great guy, really sweet, really funny, yeah, really he's cute. Cool. He's really cute, like attractive, and he's just great. But I'm a little nervous. Yeah. The same thing, kind of thing with my ex is kind of like coming up with this guy, and I don't want to go through that again. Mm. So, and also, I feel like I it's just I'm trying to like just do a lot of like self discovery yeah. as well. So. I don't want to commit to just him right now. I want to keep my options open. Not that I want to talk to a bunch of people, but, like, I don't... I guess kind of what you said. Like, I'm not ready to, like, lock it down. No. So, I told him that, and I said, you know, let's just see where it goes. Like, I'm not going to commit just to you. I'm not going to fall my eggs in one basket just yet. But, like, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to get to know you. Like, get to know myself more. And just really figure out, like, what I want. Like, we're at the age now where it's, like, you know, the next person we date very well could be our husband for the rest of our life. So, it's, like, a really, really important decision. Yeah. There's no need to rush into it. No, definitely not. Well, so, yeah. Tell us how it it felt, what he said. It felt so good. Like, again, I called him just because I wanted to, like, talk. Like, I feel like for both of them, we saw them each twice. And it was, like, we don't owe them an in-person explanation. No. But it felt good to talk over the phone. Yeah. And he took it really good, too. He, like, completely understood. He was, like, I'm glad, like, I know where you're coming from. And it just felt really good. Like, if I had ghosted him, I would have felt guilty about it yeah. for, like, days, maybe even a week or two. And, like, it just felt really good to, like, just 
tell them. Just be, you know, just be honest. Just be transparent. Yeah. Because then I think even if you saw him again in the future and you had ghosted him, it makes it just so... Like, it's like bad blood. Yeah. And I don't like having that with people. No. Like, I felt really uncomfortable when I saw that other kid. Yeah. It's like, you're just like, wow. It's just like a slap in the face when people do that. Yeah. And it's become too normalized to do that. Yeah. It's so true. And, like, I think when I told this person, this other person, that I didn't like them, I'm talking about um, the person we met at Daisy's Ash. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, he was like, thank you so much. Uh, he was disappointed. Don't get me wrong. You're going to hurt people's feelings sometimes if you don't tell them what they want to hear. But he was like, thank you so much for not ghosting me. Yeah. And I was just like shaking my damn head. Like, yeah. why? Why is this even a thing anymore? Yeah. You know, but that's I'm really happy that we had these conversations. And now, like, these people can take what they want from it like do right. you know they can they know our truth we spoke our truth and then it's up to them if they want to roll with it or not right exactly. but i think you could agree with this like i'm loving being single so much that i'm so hesitant to just give that up to oh, the me next too. person that comes yeah, along yeah no for i'm not like you probably feel the same way like it take would take someone amazing yeah for me to like give up my freedom yeah and it's not even like we're like yeah i don't want to give up my freedom because i want to fuck a bunch no, of guys like not, not even it at all no. no it's just like making ourselves number one priority exactly. right now putting all the energy and attention into us versus yeah. someone else plus like i said what worries me is like the fact that like we are kind of on the older side so like i'm afraid to just i don't want to keep dating people four mm-hmm. months here three months there yeah the next relationship i get into i want it to be with someone that like i can see yeah. a future with you Your know soulmate. yeah <laughs> we both met our soulmates. I thought I met my soulmate, but then I found out he had a girlfriend. Yeah, it happens, you know? <laughs> I guess we'll end it there. <laughs> cool. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening, Ashley. We'll be on again very soon. I hope so. Our, See you our, soon. our YouTube channel is to come one of these days. The dating booth. The dating booth. <laughs> for more fun. Thank yeah. you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was fun.